The following podcast contains frequent graphic violence, adult themes including discrimination, and language which some listeners may find offensive. Imperator and welcome back to Doomsayers. This will be the second episode of our Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay 4th edition playthrough of the Enemy Within campaign. Unfortunately, last week we did experience a few recording issues which have resulted in us losing about a quarter of an hour of audio content, but I will provide a quick recap. Uh, the party managed to talk themselves out of any issues with the Road Wardens, although Norngirl was swindled into paying a bribe to one of them which Ebenezer himself ended up paying and is never going to give up talking about it. In the meantime, the party made their way to the following coaching inn, at which point we will resume. From now on, this will be live play, and my apologies once again. The uh, Lady is old uh, and her entourage uh, leave and uh, appear to make arrangements with another bunch of coachmen. Uh, your coachman go and sit in the corner. Uh, Philippe leaves the little group and starts going around hustling at cards. Uh, and Ernst sits down with his book. Um, sorry? I said that he can stay there, the miserable. <laughs> All right, um... There is uh, nothing of too much note is going to happen from this uh, this environment. So I presume each of you are going to get a uh, drink and a meal. Um, mm-hmm. but, yeah. Yeah. Is there a bird in this one? No. <laughs> Sad. There are several birds. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, so, yeah, carry on. I... I think I like talk to Serafina like in an aside. Okay, go for it. Okay, so the uh, road wardens, like they said, they're going to report the dead and all that. Unfortunately, we, I don't think we cut up your man's face, did we? So he might get reported as being the real Alpha Romeo. So we got to get buffing it absolutely as quickly as we can down to Bergenhofen. And I know you wanted to get your um, uh, the piece of paper that says you're good at uh, apothecary, but I mean, with this much this much at stake, you could you'd buy like it's six apothecary like papers or something. You'd be like, I don't know if that makes you a better apothecary, but you get like more of them or something. Are you? But I still need an apothecary license to have one, so. That ain't gonna work. You still need to yeah, go there. Like, is is there a timer on you getting one? Well, they know I'm on my way. Um, all I've got to do when I go there is go to well, to the guild and go and pick it up to university. So, so if we took a couple of, if we just sort of like got to outdoor for kept our heads down and took a two day like uh, delay over to Bergenhof and then got this all squared away and. Uh, Get old uncle, whatever his fucking name's, money, and maybe then scurry you back to outdoor. That'd be right, right? 
I know I, I need to go and do some business there, you know. I know we got this jaunt to go on, but I still have got to go to outdoor if I think I, this jaunt, how many fucking gold coins does it cost to get you out of doing the podcast? I'm sure it's great fun, you know, mashing up herbs and smearing on dying cunts, all right? But this is a lot of money. This is more than you'll ever make than apothecary. More than I'll ever, ever make doing anything. I need to get my apothecary license, and that's it. I want... I'm not stopping you getting one. I'm just saying, well, get one later. You know, just a couple of days off. Take a cat week. No, sorry, that's not happening. Oh, come on, you're killing me. Right, um, in terms of Bergenhafen, uh, you, uh, you're from the Reichland, you're from Altdorf. Uh, it, mm-hmm. it is not a case of you are um, going to get to Altdorf and then you can just walk there. Um, it will be, you will have to wait. Oh, yeah, I imagine like, another carriage drive that takes like a week or something. Yeah, or, just trying or, to play it down. Or ideally a boat, um, because there is a canal that uh, goes past uh, Weisbrook directly to, Bogen, uh, to Bergenhafen, because it is a ma- Even... there is a major trading hub there. Even better, boats are the legs of the river. Okay, uh, at this point, um, the coachmen have ordered themselves some, some drinks. Mm-hmm. Uh, Holst uh, looks into his purse and then looks mm-hmm. up at Gunner, looks into his purse again, looks up at Gunner, looks over at you, mm-hmm. looks back to Gunner, looks down at his purse, oh, again, no. stands up and comes striding over to the table. And he's, right, you motherfuckers. Which one of you has been picking our pockets? <laughs> Looking at each of you dead in the eye, but particularly the halfling. Oh, God. And since he's bigger than you and acting aggressively, you're going to be subject to fear now, Seraphina. Fabulous. Is he being small person racist? Uh, well, she, halflings have a uh, reputation for being thieves and swindlers, uh. which uh, Seraphina has done nothing whatsoever to shake so far. <laughs> <laughs> I see. Oh my god. <laughs> Look, just embrace it. Join Ebenezer on the Thieven Swindler train. Mm. You can change your career. Change career. We can both be charlatans. You could you could be a witch. <laughs> That's basically an apothecary. Uh, it's average call for fear. I don't know why you're blaming me for stealing your money. I ain't got none. I've got twenty two pennies. Did did you succeed the What am I rolling? Sorry, George. Average average, average call. My average call, well, it's 35, and I don't think... Oh, I passed the 16. Okay, four degrees of success. He has failed to intimidate you. Uh, So you say that. What? Failed to intimidate me? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, basically basically what you were saying to him before goes through. Yeah, yeah, that still goes through. You're not... You're not going to be stammering at him having to make charm tests and negative penalties to implement him. I like it the other way, just saying, you have failed to intimidate me, sir. (laughs) Mathematically, you have failed to intimidate me. I I say that to people in the street. (laughs) I've run some calculations, you brute. (laughs) Um, Okay. It's like, right, prove it, turn your pouch out. I turn my pouch out, and he sees I've got 20, uh, 22 pennies. Right. Okay, so who was it then? Well, how do I know? 
Well, I'm not talking to you, as he looks around to the other three. I mean, I've never had a conversation with any of these men, I don't think, so I'm just looking kind of amused. I think I just look confused. Or as confused as I can. Hmm. Right, can someone be Amused so we can have the ABC? Go on, yes. go on, the, the least funny one. <laughs> amused, amused. Ha oh, ha, uh-huh. this Let's is one off. of your human jokes, yes? <laughs> 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 um, he's, uh, he's not impressed by this he slams his hands down on the table I say right which one of you took my money or was it someone else well, that's an easy out for you Ebenezer pin it on someone else I mean I... oh my god the urge to pin it on the butt guy Norngirl <laughs> raises his hand yes. <laughs> Norngal raises his hand and says, Didn't you take our money for the coach ride? I don't understand. Well, apparently not. He's supposed to have paid us three shillings. You lot are supposed to have paid us one each. And I I find myself... Are you telling me you lost the money I gave you? Well, I was supposed to be up six from the night before, and now I'm down four. So what are you trying to... What, are you trying to tell me I managed to drink through ten shillings? No, not of the sort. After you guys went up the bed and I slept in the common roof, I was bogged down all night. Right. Although... So you were in the common room. (laughs) I know that I was woke up, that we woke up in there. So you're probably the one that would have been most likely to see it if you didn't do it yourself. So I remember nipping out the stables for a slash. I was creaking on them floorboards after I was gone outside. Well, why the hell didn't you tell us that before? Who was it? Do you know? I heard... It seemed like a lighter build, at the very least. Like, I don't know, probably like a younger man, maybe. I said, I'm not done with me, and I was busy pissing away my own drink. Right. And I'll be honest with you, I'd definitely hear if someone with feet as big as hers came up the fucking stairs. And I point to, like, Serafina. He he looks around uh, at Philippe and Ernst. Then he looks over at the lady as old and then just says, oh, well, she's obviously not going to steal from me. She's got plenty of money. Looks back to uh, to Philippe and Ernst, which are both... Uh, which are both of lighter build. The only difference is that Philippe's tall and this other guy's like small and weasley looking. <laughs> uh, and I think I'm going to just roll for this to see which one he tries first to go over and insult and threaten. Yeah. Violence. Okay. Right, so he goes over and uh, it this interrupts Philippe's card game. Oh no, you never interrupt for leaping a card game. <laughs> and uh, are you trying to listen into this or are you just uh, going about your own business? Oh, I imagine I'm listening. Okay. So it's just uh, along the lines of he comes over and he gives you him the same spiel. Right, where's my money? And he said, my friend, I do not know what you are talking about. I have not taken any of your money. Uh, and then uh, one guy that sat at the, uh, at the card table is uh, pipes up. Oh, oh yeah, he's taking money off me as well. And then the other one does. Oh yeah, well, he took some too. 
You took some of mine. Yes. Is that I, we are playing cards? I, um, what What do you mean? I'm taking your money. This is how the game works. As now, now he's cheating. He must be. He must be. Why is he winning all the time? Are you going to intervene, or are you just going to let this escalate? Fucking <laughs> no. <laughs> Get his ass. If, I, I'm not, I'm this, if they want to lynch the Britannian, then that's fine. Okay, they took uh, my money as well. Right, are you, are you watching this, or are you just, like, over, listening to it while pretending not to look? Listening, pretending not to. Yeah. We don't want, we don't want to catch up. <laughs> is, is anyone, like, staring at him, or are you all just sort of hunkered down over your beer, just going, like, yeah. I imagine Nongul might be staring because he doesn't pick yeah, up that's... on the social cues. <laughs> no, and also, yeah, the, like, immediately... Yeah, no, he's, like, drawn to the commotion as well. Especially if he thinks there might be a fight. Yeah, um... It looks like uh, there's there might not be a fight. Um, because Philippe pulls out his pistol oh. and, uh, and fires it in the general direction of Holtz. Uh, who dives back out of the way, there is an enormous flash of fire and it's just... <laughs> uh, as it is just a flintlock. And uh, Philippe turns and legs it up the stairs as Holtz is, go- is going, Oh, you fucking tried to shoot me! Uh, and just diving out of the way. Uh, Philippe's running up the stairs. Everyone else is screaming, running around, panicking. Uh, the shot doesn't seem to have hit anything bar perhaps the opposite wall. Um, but this is not a normal thing to happen in a pub. Yeah, I think down for cover immediately. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyone else doing anything? I mean, just kind of stunned for a moment, I would imagine. <laughs> yeah. I'm hiding. What, under the table? Or... Yeah, me and are under the fucking table. <laughs> The little ones. Uh, Norm <laughs> On the chandelier. <laughs> <laughs> like a Tom and really, Jerry cartoon. You're lucky to have a, a candle stuck to the wall. <laughs> and if there was, he'd never reach it anyway. Yeah. Yeah, yeah what, what are oh. you doing? Oh, Norm Girl's not afraid of this. Are you kidding? This, this, this is his shit. Okay. He's... Norngal's up on his feet looking around to see if anybody's like I think I can out-punch a gun (laughs) (laughs) It's only got one shot in it hasn't it? After this he's going to have to spend about half an hour reloading it because it's a flintlock Please Three to five business days (laughs) (laughs) He's going to post you a bullet (laughs) Yeah Norngal just like just gets up like kicks the seat out from under him and just goes who wants um? <laughs> okay. At no one in particular. Right. Um, <laughs> the could... screaming afraid civilians. Yeah. yeah. Could you could you roll an intimidate, please? Then. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, right. Oh my god! As everyone else in the bar is going to um, is going to oppose this with their collective cool. <laughs> well, we'll see how that goes. Considering I just rolled um, eighty-six with a skill of forty-five. Oh, baby. Okay. Uh, well, I've got a ninety-one, and a crowd's collective call is uh, is typically considered to be thirty-five. So you actually oh. do this with one degree of success. Yes. Nice. Everyone starts screaming. Um, 
and running away. Well, it's not everyone. About half the bar starts screaming and milling around all over the place. The tougher-looking people start picking up chairs and bottles and things mm. like this and hitting people at random. <laughs> uh, then, at this point, the road wardens come charging down the stairs with their swords and start, mm. uh, and start hitting anyone that gets in the way with the flats of the blades. Oh, uh, you've just made everything so much worse. <laughs> <laughs> Seeing this, I'm not getting. I'm not. He's not that stupid to get involved when, when like the Rosas are coming. Involved? You caused it. Shh, I don't know. <laughs> so he's just gonna. He's just gonna stand there with his hands on his hips, um, probably <laughs> on the table at this point. And just... I think you've just made everything worse as Norngold busts Rafi's catchphrase. <laughs> he's just going to stand on the table and just let out a big belly laugh um, at, oh, at that the commotion. That doesn't make you look more guilty. Meh. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not fighting anyone. I'm just going to look at them all getting slapped about and go... <laughs> okay, so uh, Ebenezer and Serafina are now hiding under the table. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Stir, what are you doing as the, as the dwarf clambers up onto the rickety table and starts bellowing with laughter after having incited a brawl? Uh, no, I'm very much still where I am. Right, you're sat in a chair while there's a mass brawl. <laughs> no, I'm still standing. Up. Okay. Um, so the uh, the the boss of the road wardens is coming through make way there order what's going on hitting people at random with the flat of his sword um you hear uh actually make a perception test everyone and this is based off uh, off hearing in the chaos with broken bottles and the um mm-hmm. and chairs smashing over people's backs uh not a chance no, not even a little bit my ears are full of wax Wait, today hearing <laughs> Uh, it's, based, it's, based on, it's based on. Oh, it's based yeah. on perception. Sorry. Yeah, oh, no. in that. Ca- I mean, I've rolled an eighty-four. I'm just checking how bad of a failure that is. Well, you're not um, going to go back on it. Yeah, eighty-four test. out of thirty-four. So that's. Yeah, typically many. out of combat, it'll be a simple test. I'll only want to know if you pass or fail. Um, okay. Oh, bear, bear in mind, everyone, that this is at average since you're not in combat, so you get an effective plus twenty. You are not oh. yourselves in combat. Um, <laughs> still completely fucked it. Yeah, yeah. I've not. It's not good okay. for me. Um, you don't hear. Uh, yeah, you do hear um, a noise coming from outside, uh, which sounds like a horse's hooves galloping. Mm. Um, but it very rapidly fades away. Uh, the road wardens uh, brutally put down this brawl uh, after. A surprisingly short amount of time, and uh, the chief was just bellows across the bar. Right, who started it? And about <laughs> half half of the people in the room point directly to Norngol. <laughs> Norngol points up the stairs and says, "Him with the gun." What? Who's got a gun? The 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 fancy man with the cards. Oh, him. Does that trigger recognition with everyone else in the bar who got cheated? Yeah, they... they uh, yeah, so, yeah, it was definitely him. He shot off a gun. But, right, well, where is he now? 
on goal is just still pointing up the stairs. <laughs> okay, uh, uh, they, uh, he jerks his head and a couple of them go running up the stairs and a couple of seconds later you hear uh, windows open sir <sighs> right so we have a guy who comes in here fires off a gun for no reason incites a brawl then runs up the stairs and jumps out the window is that what you're trying to tell me I mean when you put it like that I think one of the guys who accused him of cheating would pipe in and say he's che- he was cheating and, you know, be like, he's trying to get away and get away with our money. Ebenezer would say something. Ebenezer's not saying shit. He's not implicated in any of that. What about, what about the card man? Not the card man. The coach man. Is he still here? Uh, he's he's on the floor now um, <laughs> after having been punched in the nose by a, uh, what looks like a farm labourer. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna point at him and say, "Oh, he was he was talking to him. He'll vouch for us." Oh, oh yeah, yeah. He he stole money from me and all. All right, I have to catch this guy. Right, spread out. Horseback will only do about 10 miles or so. If he's gone further than that, we'll just have to wait for the uh, the patrols to catch him or the Altdorf watch. I'm staying here. Come back in half an hour tops. So the uh, road wardens all go out. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he sits down at a table... He uh, produces a sheaf of uh, parchments from his back pocket. Uh, An ale is placed in front of him by the bartender. And he says, uh, and he just beckons just quite understatedly to to your table. As everyone gradually settles back down, uh, Mm -hmm. either reassured or intimidated by his presence, depending on what they did in in that brawl. So is this is the the big big tough uh, in charge of the other watchman. Yes, man. Uh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, I have nothing to hide and nothing to fear. I just get back to life as normal. Mm. Uh, he's beckoning out to to the four of you. It's statement mm-hmm. time. Oh uh-huh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do anything, but okay, <laughs> walk over there. Okay. He, but what happens in coaching ends is not really my concern, okay? I'm just more concerned that someone might escape as a criminal, which is what it looks like he's done on the roads. That's my remit, okay? But I can't be having you starting fights in a coaching inn while I'm in it. Looks bad. Anyway, here's your statements. I've, I've, written, I've written them out. You want to just check them over, uh, make sure they, there ain't nothing... Uh, wrong with him, and then put your mark to it. He uh, he produces a stick of charcoal and hands it to uh, whoever accepts it. Uh, I'll I'll take it uh, as I am very good and law abiding. I stare blankly at the document, nervously look up and down for a second, and then draw a vaguely fish shaped oval at the bottom of the paper and the charcoal okay. back. Uh, Serafina, you're the only one that can read it. <laughs> um, it doesn't seem to say anything 
uh, vast. He's handed us a blank piece of paper. Yeah, no, no, it doesn't say. <laughs> it doesn't seem to say anything vastly different uh, okay. than what than what you said. It might differ slightly in the details, but the spirit of it's there. Yeah, that's fine. I'll sign it. Okay, you use actual words. Uh, anyone refusing to sign it or pulling some sort of scheme? Nope. No. I mean, that question was addressed to you, wasn't it? Really? <laughs> <laughs> Why would I scheme this? It's in my best interest you, to let this play out. scheming the whole time. Yeah, but when other people are doing actual guilty things, the best thing you could do is just go with it yeah. and not implicate and yourself not in new things. say, well, actually, Philippe made off with 100 of my finest silver shillings as well as starting a fight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that, that's not his... Like, concern. like you said, that's not his concern because the crime was committed in the inn and he just deals with crimes on the roads. If there's a fugitive for justice on the road, he wants to track it down. Otherwise, he don't care. Mm-hmm. About your insurance fraud. in the inn then, Ebenezer. <laughs> Yes, I just you know just uh, <laughs> put Alpha Romeo's mark on that. Uh, what what what's what's this mark going to be? Are you going to try to make this look Tillian or? I imagine I make it look like the mark at the bottom of the paper I saw. Because you've got artistic, so you could draw a picture of your own face if you wanted to. No, but we try and make a passable looking signature. Okay. Um... So it looks like letters, so it, but it's just a scroll, so most people's signatures, really. Yeah. Okay. Um, rest of the night, unless you want to do anything, passes without incident. Uh, I presume you're I... all going to get something to eat and to drink, though. Sorry, Stern? Yes, I have one, um, one question in regard to food. Did any of the watchmen that have now gone out on the road leave any food at their tables? They, oh, they, they were in a, there's a, in most coaching inns, there was a room upstairs specifically as a road warden no. office. So no. if they okay. had food, it would be either, it would be delivered up there. Typically they'll go up there, deal with a couple of hours of paperwork and then come down into the bar and then go upstairs to bed. Disgusting. Okay. Understood. Thank you. Yeah, there they are now. They've come for you. <laughs> They don't have sirens, it's just one guy on a horse who's really loud. Yeah, just screaming. Someone's been very naughty nearby. Bringing a bird around in a circle. <laughs> it's like a bird on a rock. Woo, woo, woo. Slick grabbed a herring by the legs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, just, it's a shame if they get too close to a low hanging tree branch and it just stops. Woo, woo, woo. Fuck's sake. Mm. I have to have a halfling on the front whose job it is to put a cup like really quickly on and off a torch. <laughs> <laughs> no, they, have, they have a red a red glass and a blue glass. <laughs> they have to swap over rapidly. Oh my god. <laughs> oh alright. Um yeah. Uh yeah, so you're all going to get something to eat and a, at least one drink, I would presume, as I've said. Uh, unless you don't want to, it's going to be six pennies for the food and three pennies uh, for the drink. Uh, the food choices at this inn are not so extensive. You uh, basically get stew and bread or you get nothing. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. I love stew and bread. Uh, how much does this, does this set us back? Uh, six pennies for the food. 
three pennies mm-hmm. for a beer. Unless you want to drink something else other than beer, which is going to be correspondingly more expensive. Mm. Or unless you're going for the cheapest, nastiest beer going, which here is going to be um, Pelabine Special. We'll, we'll, take the, we'll take the standard. Yeah. How, how much is the special, please? Uh, uh, it's only two pennies. Oh. Uh, I wouldn't drink it too much if I, if I were you, because when it comes out the other end, that ain't no good. That's fine. I've got a strong stomach. I'll take one of those, please. Okay. Uh, so he, he, it, this is actually produced uh, in bottles, the same as wine is. Uh, so it can be oh. he, he pops open the bottle. Uh, it immediately fizzes everywhere. And he pours this sort of chunky brownish red liquid into a tankard for you. Why is it chunky? <laughs> oh, because they take uh, the water direct from the River Talabine in the mm. city. Mm. So it's there's probably body. like bits of corpse and boat in it then. Okay. Um, uh, I gratefully take my drink. Okay. Yeah, Norngol's a bit short on pennies as well, so he's having one of those. Okay. Well, if, uh, wait, if you have one of those, you can't afford to eat. What? Uh, the, the food, I thought you had six pennies. Yeah, it's also going to be... No, I don't have six pennies. <laughs> Are you kidding? That was a lie. <laughs> Oh, sorry. I, I, I don't know. I believed you. Yeah, so did Ebenezer. Uh, so, uh, if you want a bed for the night here, it's going to be the same. Uh, ten shillings for a private room, uh, which can sleep up to four, if anyone wants to shell out for that. Hmm. Uh, ten pennies to sleep in the uh, in the common room or... Th- Five pennies more with a bed. Uh, they're not allowing people to sleep in the bar tonight, which is uh, because the floor is now covered in broken glass and furniture. Fuck! Uh, so no if you are not going to stump up for that, they will allow you to sleep within the confines, but you are going to have to sleep outside or in one of the outbuilds. Most of the people here, you observe at, when it gets to closing time, are actually leaving. Uh, so they're probably mm-hmm. living in villages nearby, and this is just their local inn. Outbuilding it is. And you said the you said uh, the common boys. room. Common room was five copper or five uh, pennies. Uh, ten pennies, five. Oops, sorry about that. Uh, ten pennies, five more if you want to sleep in a bed. Otherwise, you could sleep on the floor. Ten pennies just for a fucking floor. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, with I'll, no I'll... glass on it. Well, I'll I'll pay the ten pennies. Premium floor. Ooh. I don't have to sleep like a peasant anymore. <laughs> I'll, I'll be rich. I've only got okay. ten pennies left after dinner. So you're, you're getting a bed, are you? Or are you sleeping on the luxury floor? The uh, luxury floor. Luxury floor. <laughs> uh, luxury floor. We're not. We 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 are counting chickens, but we haven't got the farm yet. Okay. Uh, it's not gonna. It's not gonna make too much difference the following day. Uh, so just deduct whatever you are going to spend on mm-hmm. accommodation. Uh, the following day, the coachmen are just as hungover as they were the day before, mm. uh, but seem to be a little bit more with it. Um, it's probably best that they're not drinking that turnip-flavoured stuff uh, as they come, uh, they come staggering out and, uh, and mm. they actually load the coach with luggage. Ernst is still there. Philippe has nowhere to be seen. 
Mm -hmm. um, you see Lady Isolde and her entourage arguing uh, with a with the coachman that they engaged last night. Uh, it appears that one of the horses for their coach has been stolen. <laughs> I wonder who's taken that. <laughs> Um, and they are never going to get to Altdorf at this rate. Uh, Ernst is with you. Um, Philippe is gone. Uh, Lady is old and her bunch are gone. Uh, so should you wish it, because no one else is riding with you, um, you can all get inside. Uh, Holtz <laughs> is profusely apologetic about the previous night, uh, wholeheartedly believing that Philippe stole his money. Um, he has also got a, a sort of new moustache um, that now matches uh, matches Gunnar's, um, but it is just encrusted blood on his top lip. Yeah, I, I, I guess uh, by telling it, no, don't worry about it, you know, bygones be bygones. How are we to know that Bretonian was a thief and all that sort of stuff? That's supposed yeah. to, you know. They're supposed to be, you know, uh, honourable what's-its, worshipping that lady of theirs or whatever. Yeah, well, don't mind Holtz, says Gunnar. He's a bit of, bit of a hothead, but he don't mean no harm. So as I tell you what, you can all get inside. No, uh, no, no extra charge. Yeah. Hmm. Nice, nice, hmm. nice. I'm just wondering. So that lady over there... Want the Bretonian seems like the Bretonian's made off with her horse. You think? Well, Gunner, I'll maybe they, maybe the three of us, uh, if we can word it to her, stand and make you some of that money that Bretonian made off with. Get her back in a carriage and on the way to Altdorf like she wants to be. You know. Don't think well, the rest of us mind walking if we can, you know, get a little bit more clang. Oh, well, if she'd wanted to go to Altdorf, she would have stayed in the carriage with us. She must be going to Delbert's or something like that. Hmm. I can't imagine why she wouldn't want to stay with us and if she wasn't going to Altdorf. If she was, then... Well, just give us a few minutes and I'll, see, I'll put my feelers out, see what's what. Okay. Uh, so what I mainly want to have a listening to see what they're arguing about. <laughs> see if we can leverage this to help. Okay, the uh, she's she is uh, going to Altdorf. You pick that up very quickly. Mm-hmm. Is um, not talking herself, but is uh, is conducting the conversation through her bodyguard and her servant, telling them what mm-hmm. to tell the coachman. Tell these peasants that this is absolutely unacceptable. What are we going to do? I need to get to Altdorf. It will take us two days to get here with one get there with one coach. How am I supposed to get anywhere? I don't care if their co- if their horse has been stolen. They must be able to source one from somewhere. And this is perhaps ter- my lady. I say, addressing the servant. Yeah. But, um... hmm? You're addressing the servant. Yep. Yep. Perhaps an arrangement can be made where you and. You and your retinue can take the interior of our carriage on the way to our lot. We wouldn't want a lady of your standing to stand like some common drudge. It's unbefitting of your status. Perhaps you would prefer to take a ride in our carriage. Lady, lady is old. Uh, this gentleman has 
has kindly offered to allow you to take the interior of his coach. She looks over. She looks. Uh, it looks like she's. Uh, her icy demeanour has melted a little bit. And... Yana, please, please thank the commoner. Um, Marie, please extract a refund from these hooligans. Uh, so the uh, the little mousy one uh, gratefully mm -hmm. accepts on her employer's behalf as the um, enormous bodyguard one. Mm -hmm. The fighting woman, if I remember. Yeah. Yes, Beth just puts her hands on her hips, oh, well, one hand on her hips, coughs extremely exaggeratedly while holding out her hand to the coachman, uh, and you see a couple of gold coins change hands. Mm -hmm. Right this way, Lady von Strudeldorf, I say with a bow and a gesture. I say to a servant with a bow and a gesture to the carriage. Okay. Um, yep. She she walks over without waiting for the servant to even acknowledge this, mm -hmm. um, as the servant is now uh, forced to pick up a tremendous number of trunks and hat boxes, uh, which she does with surprising skill and strength, and staggers over to the carriage with them. Yep. Uh, my good lady, these are my coachman, Gunnar and Holtz, and. Would you would you like it if my retinue would assist um, your staff in the moving of your baggage? Uh, not not to go through this uh, whole back and forth situation, but that is happening the entire time. Uh, but yeah, like I said, I'm basically also trying to put like Norgal and the others yeah. to like get to work, get to work, look professional. Does this mean we have to sit on the roof again? Yes, it yes. does. <laughs> <laughs> I, th I thought as much. Okay. Went so well last time. Okay. As, Look, uh, do you know what is going through Ebenezer's mind? Okay. This is a real noble. Point, if I can get this noble to sign up and say she knows me, this money might be mine more. Okay, uh, Gunnar turns around. You've got to be joking, haven't you? When I said you could stay inside, it didn't mean put three or four other people on the roof where you were sitting. Oh, uh oh. Um, and the, uh, the huge woman just flings the couple of gold coins at Holtz. And stares mm -hmm. at him. Yeah, I was thinking, come on, Holtz, don't be a twat. <laughs> and Holtz says to Gunner, who is the one that was kicking up the fuss in the first place, right, well, I think we better let him on. I try and catch their eyes. Um, and just uh, I said give, give, them a, give them a wink. No, I've made them some money here. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you're sitting in, uh, who's now sitting inside? Uh, oh, me, definitely. Of course, you, definitely. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, is there room for one other? Um, there will be now, because there's no Philippe. Excellent. <laughs> I invite Seraphina in. Oh, fuck you. Okay, now there's room for one more halfling, which you don't have now. <laughs> Point fiveling. <laughs> I just stick my legs in through the roof. <laughs> Look. Do you want to? Do you want to be the bodyguard? Do you want to get the sick warrior woman armor like her servant gets? Shut up and play along. Do you say I mean... this? No. <laughs> this is, <laughs> this this is, is all spoken through glances. Like she just, you just well, it glances against the back of your legs while he's inside. <laughs> just to hear the sound of veins being overworked. Yeah. <laughs> so Blood pressure rising. Definitely not saying it to Seraphina. 
Oh no, but I will have a word with Serafina before we enter in the carriage. Go on then. Once more. Okay, right. I've got a plan here. All right. Do you want to hear it? Oh. Okay, so. Did you you've got no, a piece. No. <laughs> so you've got the piece of paper that says I am who I, I, am who I say I am. Now, this is a genuine, bona fide, got all the blood in her noble. If we can play nice and pass off that I'm, in fact, travelling in the guise of a commoner, and I, oh, I, you know, I took a few mama classes because, yeah, because Papa wouldn't let me or whatever, whatever they do, you know, and we get, we might need to say, oh, look, you know, I am Alfa Romeo. We get on our side. This money gets even... It gets even easier to get. We get it faster. We could see where you're coming from. It makes sense. Yeah. You've just done a really good gesture to her, so she's already kind of going to be, you know, going to be in her good books and that. So. Yeah. But the thing is, is doing a good gesture as a peasant, that's what I'm supposed to do. Yeah, but... Because they think we're shit. Look at this way. We get her on our side, and we pretend like I'm a noble... We're giving back to the common people, mainly because I'll be giving you and me money. And look, I just got, I just got good. Holtz and Gunner a good amount of money. And look, we could even probably get, you know, our, you know, our two droppers outside, you know, uh, good old store and Norngo. We could probably get them some nice uh, duds and all, buy a coach and all that. Look, like we, we stand against so much here. Being an apothecary is great, right? Like I said, we can we can make we can make real people out of ourselves. We can be people. I still need to go to, you know. Get... Look, and that's fine. We can do that. Get my license, though. Let's do I'm that. On board with that. Right. Like I said, but come on, we can do this. We can do this. Like I said, all you got to do is. I know it's going to fucking great. Pretend to be a servant and. Like I said, just basically be you. You're lovely. Keep doing that. And just, you know, what's the up. I, got... I am this guy. You're buying my next stop meal then. You owe that at least to me. I'm going to buy your next hot meal, your next fucking drink, your next fucking body servant's meal. Any fucking tasty bit of size you want to buy now, or his meal or her meal or whatever. And whatever. All right, all right. Deal. Okay, uh, just quick cultural aside, uh, Serafina, you're not really familiar with the concept of nobility. You know what they are, but halflings don't have nobles, and you only left the moot like a couple of years ago. Okay. Uh, okay, so you get inside, and you two are trying to get yourselves all cosy-cosy uh, with Lady is old. Uh, I think... The first thing I do to that is I open up the bottle of Paravan Merlot. <laughs> you open it? Well, yes, it's fancy, and I offer a, a, a couple of glasses to good old Lady Azalt. How are you going to do that? As far as I'm aware, you're not carrying wine glasses around with you. <laughs> hmm. This is how we drink it in uh, made up wherever I'm from. Oh, wait, no, the place isn't made up. <laughs> you're, you're just made up. Yeah. I think I'll just I'll say like I said I'm trying to play off being common I think I just like uh, offer her my tin cup and basically get across how 
it's terribly drab and I wish I had glasses, but this is the price we pay to get by quietly. She actually addresses you directly at this point. Not at this point in the morning, thank you. Um, perhaps perhaps at, at noon. That is absolutely, that's absolutely fine. I, I hear these are better when they've been allowed to breathe for a few hours anyway. Exactly. Okay, and uh, so you two are sat inside as the uh, gunner and horse bolts whip the horses up to a decent trot at this rate, at the, this mm-hmm. time round, while the other two are sat on the roof uh, getting covered in rain <laughs> for the third day in a row. Mm-hmm. Okay. <sighs> Crazy. Okay, so inside the coach, these two are trying to get cosy with the nobles, uh, just to so that we're not playing out every single uh, exchange. Um, how how is how is this going? Uh, what what are you trying to do? You're trying to ingratiate by offering wine and pretending to be a noble traveling under the guise of a commoner. Mm-hmm. Serafina, what are you doing? Um, who's in the carriage? There's a noble woman. Um, let's see. Her servant. Uh, her servant. Her bodyguard and Ernst and, uh, uh, sorry, Ebenezer. I'm going to talk to Ernst again and I'm going to get very excited. Well, I'm going to role play it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do I know him by name? Uh, you know, I, don't... I think you know that his name's Ernst, yeah. Like, ooh, Ernst, we're, we're going to go to Outdorf and I'm going to get my apothecary license. I can't wait. Well done. You, you said you were going there for studying at the university, weren't you? Yeah. How's your book going? Well, I've read it a few times before. Or I know what's going to happen at the end. What happens at the end? Author's benediction. Aren't you excited? Yes, tremendously. What's your favourite potion that you like making then? Well, I don't make potions. I'm, 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 I'm training to be. You're, you're physician. That's right. Yeah, but surely you need to know how to make some potions. No, that's what we need apothecaries for. Oh, you be me then. I imagine. Right. Okay. So it's just the conversation like this, him being tolerant but extremely disengaged. Well, Seraphina. Yeah. I thought you asked us to roll something. No, I asked you to roll something. I asked you to make an entertain <laughs> acting. Uh, but this is going to be a minus 20 mm-hmm. penalty because of, um, because of Seraphina's antics. Mm-hmm. 14. Out of. And my, enter- my entertain is 32. Okay. I love you, yellow dice. Mi- I love you so much. And it's much. a minus 20. That marginal mm-hmm. failure. Uh, that's still good. Yeah, better than you expected. Okay, she... Yeah. In fact, you said we get fortune points. You do, yes. Uh, yeah. Can I spend one to do well? Uh, you spend one to re-roll the test, or if you've already passed it, you can spend one to gain a success level. I would like to gain a success level. You can't, because you didn't pass. You'll have to re-roll. Curse is foiled. Uh, but I have to take the re-roll if I roll it, right? Uh, well, you can spend another fortune point or another one until you've run out, and once that's happened, if you desperately need to succeed, 
Uh, you can beseech the dark gods. A marginal failure is fine. Okay, uh, she is uh, less than impressed by the behaviour of your supposed servant, uh, but she <laughs> makes polite small talk with you. Uh, although a bit mm-hmm. distant, uh, she's going to. Some... I, ass- I assume I'm just like gritted teeth, just occasionally out of the corner of my eye, staring daggers at Seraphina, occasionally just kicking her in the ankles. Well, that's going to be difficult to do because her ankles don't reach the floor of the carriage. Yeah, I imagine <laughs> like, I try to figure out what, what do I do? I can't nod her at all. But... Um, <laughs> yeah, she's uh, telling you that she's going to meet some very, very important. Uh, relatives in Altdorf for a few months and then head off to the Middenheim uh, Carnival right, because she needs to make an appearance there for appearance's sake says hmm. uh, apart from that you don't get much out of her throughout the entire journey the uh, servant girl is looking at her knees and the, um, and the bodyguard woman is just staring daggers at the pair of you <laughs> I bet you wish you had somebody else in the carriage now. Yeah, she has <laughs> fucking no. <laughs> she has she has her enormously thick arms just crossed over her chest. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I guess as the carriage ride goes through, we like generally mm-hmm. pour wine. Yeah, you know, just uh, get along. Basically, gripe at how you know pretending to be one of the underclasses fucking grim. They smell and I have to put up with things I'm not accustomed to. I think your smell is very convincing, Ebenezer. Yeah. Um, okay, so if you're going to share a bottle of wine between you, I'm going to need you to make a consume alcohol or you're going to be tipsy by the time you arrive in Altdorf. Mm-hmm. Uh, which... Oh, you misunderstand, George. Mm-hmm. I'll be pouring, but I'll be nursing mine. <laughs> oh, right. Mm. This, this fits with Ebenezer's character. <laughs> okay, so you're going to try and get her drunk and she's no, not good. <laughs> no, no, no. Like I said, I'm just pouring wine, just enjoying it as we go along. He says, "Oh, well, you're not having more. I'll pour a little bit more for myself, you know, but not like not trying to get drunk. Just yeah. make it more genial, more convivial." Okay. Um, yeah, but uh, as as it's going on, she is uh, she's being she, her her reserve uh, sort of drops a little bit. Uh, she's mm-hmm. still not being completely uh, genial with you. But she is uh, she is talking away quite uh, quite happily. Um, mm-hmm. You hear you learn that Colonel von uh, von Sivers uh, has returned from the border princes. Colonel von Sivers. Sivers yep. um, returned from the border. Border princes, yeah. Border princes. Right. Um, so the uh, the Greenskin Horde must have been uh, must have been beaten back. And the glorious empire is uh, once again, uh, once again safe. But she was there ever any doubt at all? She uh, she gives a a smile that doesn't quite re- reach her eyes. Um, as she's travelling along, it uh, the trees very very gradually thin out, and then you start to see mm-hmm. small uh, villages and farmsteads. And then the trees mm-hmm. have completely gone away and the coach is negotiating this huge marshland. Uh, those of you from the Reichland will know that this is the Altdorf Flats. Uh, it surrounds the capital. Uh, the land then gently rises to a patchwork of fields, uh, farmlands and small villages. 
and before too long, just in the horizon, you can see the white walls of Eltdorf, uh, which are, well, white, kind of, once whitewashed, but now a bit dingy, uh, stretching off far into the distance on either side. Uh, has anyone here not been to Eltdorf before? I can't remember. Would I have delivered leeches here, or was that to somewhere well, if, else? If you, you've been working the river right, it's uh, it's yeah, it's, um, it's unbelievable that you wouldn't have come across Altdorf. Okay, yeah, no, that's fine. Just checking. What about me, George? Have I been there? Uh, you've been uh, to Middenheim, but I don't think you ever said that you've been to Altdorf. I don't think I've been there before. No. Okay, uh, Norngal, have you been to Altdorf? Um, I think again, um, like as a wrecker, it's pretty likely okay. that I've been a, pretty much here, there, and everywhere. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. So for you, Seraphina, you've seen Middenheim. This place is, you would guess, like five to ten times the size. It's huge. You've never okay. seen it be this big. There's, but, but there's uh, been various different estimates. There's between a hundred thousand, two hundred fifty thousand people living here. Okay. So, uh, you on the way into Altdorf, you pass a peddler uh, with his wagon. You pass a regiment of Imperial Cavalry mm-hmm. uh, who salute you lazily as they go by. And just before dark, uh, your coach pulls in through the Wolf Gate at the north of the city. And you are in the capital of the Empire. And there is just hustle and bustle like you would not believe. It is absolutely crazy. There is filth everywhere. It stinks. There is no working sewage system for most of the people living in the town. There are countless animals. There are people of all types. Uh, There are beggars running around. There are scholars scurrying around with their papers. Uh, All of them look like they're in important tasks that they, uh, they uh, they can't put off. The burghers are sprinting about doing uh, doing deals in like seconds people are buying things from hawkers and uh, and from shops going from shop to shop looking for the best deal possibly the stray dogs are even agitated they are barking at each other teeth bared slavering uh, buildings are being refurbished or repainted other ones are falling apart uh, town criers are walking up and down the street one of them is shouting that a philanthropist uh, has been found guilty of corruption and jailed. Uh, another one says that a penniless street urchin was found to be the heir to the Rickard Gulner estates. And there are scores of agitators standing on street corners, distributing pamphlets and standing on soapboxes, clamouring for a new order, desperate for the capital to be different. It's Altdorf is enormous. And as you're clattering through the streets, with the coachman bellowing at other coachmen to get out of the way and lashing their whips at all and sundry. Uh, you are rolling slowly through the streets until you reach the Königplatz in the centre of the city. And when you do, there is this just influx of sort of shabby genteel people converging on the coach all at once. All, that's the best, 
Best in in the city, Gav. All at very reasonable prices. Best possible entertainment. Stay at the Cat and Fiddle. Finest music, best beds. Angelino's got the best grub in town. And they're grabbing at uh, pieces of luggage on the coach uh, to try to, to sort of drag them towards whatever inn uh, that they're going towards, that, that they are working for. I imagine this does not go well with the uh, our actual highbrow people in the carriage. Ha ha. No, I mean like it. Like <laughs> this seems normal to like even Ebenezer. Yeah, and, yeah, but no. you know, I imagine our not, actual posh people. Are, oh. They're not actually like grabbing it and running away. They're like just sort of tugging at it, like in the sort of oh, you know, come this way. Um, yeah, like still, I imagine it's distasteful. The, uh, yeah, the uh, the noble woman gets out, and they immediately uh, take a respectful distance. Even more so when the bodyguard gets out and uh, mm-hmm. drags this immense number of trunks off the top, hands them to this poor servant who staggers away down the street uh, in uh, about two paces behind the other two. Um, what are the rest of you doing as the as arguments uh, are beginning when, to erupt between the people there? When Lady Azord and her bodyguards and her servants step out as well, basically when the fancy lady and her retinue leave, I guess I turn to Serafina and say, I've got to say goodbye to him. I'm Alfa Romeo from... Um, oh, what was it again? Um, where am I from? I actually can't remember that. Like, it's not in <laughs> like, character, like, uh, but I can't remember. Also, cat, my name's also not Alfa Romeo. Please tell me my real, my real fake name. <laughs> uh, it's it's Cast- Castelliburum. Uh, oh, uh, is... You don't know where he's from. Baronet Liberum was uh, apparently from mm-hmm. Ubersreich. So yeah, so. <clears throat> yes, but like I said, uh, I still ask this <laughs> because yeah. it like it. Yeah. I I only know the name that my name is Alpha Romeo, so you know I need more to connect and whatnot. I've been making do, but I need more info. Hmm. I guess I would know that if, the Uber's right connection. I'll just say that. What connection is this? Uh, the, my dad's from Uber's right. Yeah. Was that not in the note? No, this is a distant relative of Castellibrum, was Baronet Libra. Oh, so we, we don't know that then? Well, it said that in the letter. We know. You don't know where, where yeah. Castellibrum is from. Yeah. Well, I'll just make the assumption and I'll just say that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You say that I'm Castellibrum from, like, Uber's Rock. Or do you still call me Alpha Romeo? <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> I'll call would, you Alpha Romeo. Would Seraphina Honeycake really, really risk throwing this away? She just wants her apothecary license. <laughs> Halflings have use for money. They can use it. Apothecaries can make use of money. It can be exchanged for herbs and pulses. Explain how. <laughs> Come on. Don't kill yeah, what, me. What are you saying? Don't kill me. I'm well, but I think I have to go along with it because have you not already introduced yourself as Alpha Romeo? I don't know. I don't uh, think you have. I don't think. No, not to her. Like she knows I'm traveling in in secret. But you know, like I said, I, I imagine my guy's like, "Cool, I can, I'm going to tell that I'm Alpha Romeo." But where am I from? So you know. 
just to say goodbye and get a good friend. Well, get someone on the get someone who's not on the payroll and say, "Oh yes, this person's who he says he is." I'm posh. I'm having to rethink my things here, but um, <laughs> do I don't know? Do I don't know? I'm gonna do a, a roll of the dice for my own sanity. So if it's under fifty, I go with one. Right. Over. Right. I'm sticking with your Alfa Romeo. Sorry. Oh, Jesus <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. Alfa Romeo. Yeah. I guess I step out. And I give a respectful bow to Lady Isolde. Yep. And she nods in response. Uh, it has been a pleasure travelling you with you, uh, Lady Von actually, Von Strudeldorf. And as a gift to you, I give, I would like to give you the rest of this bottle of Peravan Merlot. Just giving her an open bottle of red wine. <laughs> Well, it's a fan- open fancy bottle. It's, it's already fancy, open. Yeah. So. Okay, uh, she says, um, very much appreciated, and balances it upon one of the uh, the many suitcases that this servant is having to carry. Mm-hmm. Um, the, it's a real throng gathering around you now, uh, as all these people come mm-hmm. charging in. Uh, the Street of the Hundred Taverns is, is, comes off the, uh, the Königsplatz, and it goes mm-hmm. all the way down to the dock. So every board in town representing all these inns is converging up there to dra- grab people off every coach that comes in. Uh, what? Uh, where are you going? What are you doing? Yes. Is it still raining? Um, it's splitting, yeah. <laughs> oh, good. Okay. <laughs> I'd imagine I'm quite wet, so probably fairly eager to go somewhere warm. What time of the day is it? Did you uh, say? It's just before dark. I think I need to find somewhere to stay. Okay. Eat. Yeah. Everyone else doing the same thing? Definitely. hmm, Would I know some people in the city that could put us up nice and cheap? Probably. Some friends? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Gentlemen, and uh, of course, Miss Annie Cakes, I can find us some uh, less costly uh, bedding for the evening. (laughs) I said I'd find two of you jobs, and I... Well, I think I found you some jobs sooner rather than later. But, like I said, I think we should all stay together. Okay. I think we make a good good. Crew. At this moment, you are <laughs> cut off by a deafening uh, fanfare of trumpets and the sounds of marching. I get off the fucking road. Yep. Oh, boy. As everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Right, um, yeah. and a procession of soldiers uh, begins to march through the platz. Uh, it's the Reichland 1st Regiment of Foot, which is the Imperial Guard. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are just absolutely decked out in this gold-trimmed, silver-plated armour, looking absolutely amazing. Uh, and behind them comes the Emperor himself. Square of jaw, proud in full armour. Holy yep. shit. Karl Franz I, popular Emperor. They're not always golden hair, golden beard. Hit in full armour on this ebony-coloured steed that's barred in gold uh, behind the marching phalanx as everyone either removes their hat, bows, or takes the knee. Uh, behind him and behind him are ranks of knights in full ceremonial regalia and the crowds cheer 
with absolute astonishment as the procession. Ebenezer, Ebenezer immediately on one knee with his head slightly tilted so he can get a look at the Emperor. It's not every day you see the Emperor, but he is awed. Yeah, everyone else, everyone's probably, everyone that is trying to get a glance of him. Every, anyone else doing anything about it at all? Uh, yeah, I mean, they'll lean forward in a little bow. Yeah, I'll, I'll kneel and admire his uh, splendiferous beard. Yeah, he sounds hot. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how tall is he? Yeah, he's, he's, he's tall. He's over six foot tall. He's um. Yeah. He's, he, <laughs> That's he's, my girlfriend. He's, he's being very um very muscular and uh, and broad shouldered more than being tall. Okay. Um, Still, he's also known as a, a, a badass. This is a guy that goes into battle on a griffin. <laughs> Sorry, I was just laughing at the picture. Uh... Um, so, the procession proceeds across across the plots and marches off down the street, with uh, followed by a, a a whole band of trumpeters who continue to play fanfare. Well, if I didn't, if I didn't take that as a fucking divine omen, then I must be sigma damn blind. Okay, listen up, Nongle, Serafina, Stor. Yes. Like I said, Nongle and Stor, I have jobs lined up for you, and they what? They might not even be fucking hard jobs, all right? Yes, right. Ernst, you hit. See Ernst now going. Hey, hey, and starting to walk, to, uh, walk as beginning to uh, run down the street, um, mm-hmm. as uh, someone is running away, clutching what you recognise as his bag. Stop! <laughs> Stop. Oh, no. It's the circle of life and outdoor. I need that. Oh. I think I feel a bit sorry for him because I know his books in it, and he likes his book. I mean, it's the only yeah, thing he cares expensive. about, isn't it? Yeah. It's fine. I'm sure Ebenezer will come across it sooner or later. It's just how the ecosystem works. <laughs> as as much as he hurt my feelings, I think I am too nice to not also care at least a little bit. I think Are you going to do afraid. anything about this caring? Well, yeah. So you say you say somebody's running off with it. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna be the big the big hero again. And I'm going to go after Bookman. Okay. Uh, so you're running after him or you're running after the thief? The thief. Okay. Wait, no, no. Oh, yeah. What? <laughs> Fuck it, I imagine I... Stop. You like awful I imagine, man. Like I said, I imagine I reach out oh. but don't properly. It's like, fuck it. <laughs> okay, so you're chasing after him. Uh, can you make me a challenging athletics, please? As the, there is a... Pr- Oh, I've almost is, put points into athletics. The throng is pressing around you. Um, the thief is dodging okay. between them with remarkable agility. Okay. Right, right, right. So I've got 43 athletics and I have rolled 11! Okay. So what did you, was there a penalty? Sorry. No, it's, it's I think challenge, that's still good. Is flat. Okay, okay. Um, so you catch, you keep up with him, but you're still in the in the crowd, uh, but and you can still see him with your immense height. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> mate, can you make another athletics? Yes. 
please. Please, I want to make a friend so bad. Oh, I got 42 out of 43 okay, that so time. that's a success still. Um, the, the, the crowd is, uh, is starting to thin out a bit at this point. Is anyone else doing anything? or <laughs> You're just standing there watching. Go I imagine Get him. I imagine we follow Ardrim at a like, more jogging pace. Okay. Um, Stir, the... Or at least that's what I'm doing. Yeah. Stir, third athletics test, please. Yes! Come on. If I fail this, I'm going to be so upset. For Ernst! <laughs> Sorry, I rolled 90. Oh. Oh, dear. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. Really so bad. someone steps right into your way. It doesn't look like they're meant to do it, uh, but you bump into mm-hmm. them, fall over backwards uh, on, onto your backside. Um, and when you stand up, the thief is nowhere to be seen. No. Oh. You tried. Oh. I always try so hard. Um, back, I'm never. <laughs> back in the Koenigsplatz, um, Ebenezer, you lock eyes with a, um, with a man that's uh, standing in the square staring right at you. Do I recognise this man? Nope. Um, however, he is uh, clearly in the company of another, uh, another man who is looking in your general direction but not staring right at you. They exchange a couple of words which you can't hear over the hubbub, um, mm-hmm. but the one that's staring right at you very slowly and deliberately uh, raises his right hand to his left ear and scratches the ear with his little finger. Hmm. Is this a gesture I would recognise? No. Hmm. So not underworld toughs. Hmm. I look a little bit. Like I said, the guys don't. Uh, Norman Gull. Uh, yes. Could you do me a favour, buddy? Could you uh walk with me for a bit while we catch up with Store? I don't see why not. Excellent. Good night. Good night. Looking around very nervously. Okay. Uh, Yeah, as you look at, he's still staring at you, and when he notices you looking around, uh, he does it again uh, in a very pronounced fashion. Sounds like the old lady that lives opposite me and Steve. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Nongo, how brave do you feel? Yardrum. I'm incredibly brave, always. Excellent. Let's go have a word with let's go have a word with a certain gentleman and I gesture for us to go over to the man who's staring. Okay. Oh I'm, I'm not much for words. Uh yeah, as you gesture right. you leave you leave the word part. As you gesture over to him, they uh they grin at each other and they he does it again, just even more pronounced at this point. You see what he's doing? Looks as if he's got a rash. Yeah, they look confused now, because you're not doing anything. I scratch my ear back, like as I'm walking up to him. No, he, uh, as you're walking towards him, um, both of them, their mm-hmm. expressions change from confusion to relief. Uh, and they walk mm-hmm. across the square uh, from where you were standing, just, uh, just a bit further. Uh, and there's a house mm-hmm. there, and there's a short, stocky man standing by the door, uh, they walk over to him and uh, follow him through the door, which he slams shut. Mm-hmm. I go up to the stocky man. Uh, he's gone through the door with him. Yeah, I guess I knock on the door. 
There is no answer. Good Foley. Well, I look over and look over towards, I imagine, Seraphina and Stur. You looking at? We're, yeah, we're going to go up. Well, I'm going to go over and see what you're doing because it looks a bit random mm-hmm. to me. Okay. Um, there's still uh, this massive crush of people uh, as you're coming mm-hmm. together. Uh, but you do meet each other. Someone is just. Well, I think they've either signaled me or they signaled someone once they saw me. And they've come in here. I have a feeling either I'm supposed to fo- I have a feeling I'm supposed to follow them. And I like, you know, knives outside of me. So I thought, you know, get some friends with me. Norm's a big strong lad. So sure. I I kind it's, of made a, <clears throat> a nudge you to one side though. Look, they might be related to this Alpha Romeo thing. <laughs> but you don't know who this Romeo guy is. You need. Yeah, to... but they might, and if I, if they know, maybe I can find out more. But you don't know what he's done, and you don't. You gotta be really, really careful here. He got killed by. He got killed by fucking mutants. He can't be that bad. Mutants. I've heard mutants don't kill the wrongans. They let them live or turn them into other beasts, into other mutants by like biting them or something. I just don't know. I got a funny feeling about this, but Well so do I, I'll be honest, I'm not a big fan, but look at that make so much from this. And I just walk in. Uh, it's not okay. Ah sod. Bonk. Bonk. Yeah. <laughs> huh. That don't bode well. They recognize the... Recognise me? Obviously, I didn't catch a signal or something. All right, well, let's get out of here. Something feels dodgy. Anyway, let's see what store's up to. I mean, just standing, looking defeated and bewildered in the middle of a crowd. I walk over to store. Yeah, okay. Uh, With the others, I as you're doing it, you hear a waddle along. Yep, a loud voice uh, from. Mm-hmm. From coming out of the crowd, uh, stir, stir, um, and you turn at the sound of this name, and you see a uh, a large burly man with uh, long grey hair and a huge bristly beard and a large uh, stomach walking towards you. <gasps> uh, yeah, is that my uncle? It's your uncle, yeah, it's Uncle Yosef. Ah, oh, that's good because I've forgotten his name. Uh, Uncle Yosef, I exclaim, yeah. uh, and muscle the, towards him also. Yeah, he's doing the same thing as people bounce off him. Um, <laughs> uh, he's, he, he's, he's huge and like really, really burly. And as soon as he gets up to you, uh, he's like, what the hell are you doing here? And he gives, he gives you this huge bear hug uh, with his, uh, in, clothing you in his arms, which are very muscular. And it actually hurts quite a lot as he lifts you off the ground. <laughs> I expect nothing less from Uncle yeah, Yosef. Yeah, he puts you down. So, well, so you decided to strike her on your own at last, did you? You young scallywag. He punches you in the shoulder and that hurts as well. <laughs> Take I'm going to punch wounds. him straight back. <laughs> uh, not, uh, he, as he rubs, rubs his shoulder. Not a second before time either, is it? 
I knew there was you were gonna do more than walking up and down the river looking for leeches and crabs and shit like that. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm just overwhelmed. I'm so happy to see you, Uncle. (laughs) What are you doing here? No, you couldn't have come at a better time, right? I'm looking for. I'm looking for some crew. So, what are you doing here? Because I can help you find things if you need them. you know, the best places to eat and drink, uh, unless you, any you, your friends, I imagine, uh, got any other plans, I'll be down at the uh, at the boatman all night. Please, in the name, every time oh. I'm knocked off, I have to come down there at least once. Best beer north of the Rykar says. Funny you should say you're looking for crew. I know a sailor right here, and I point to Norncall in the crowd. Oh, yeah, you've got experience? Look, uh, yeah, sure. I'm taking I'm taking a beer belly down to uh, Bergenhafen, down to the Schaffenfest. You know it. Of course you do. Look, come on, let's let's go for a drink. Bergenhafen, yeah, did you say? <laughs> yeah. Stop interrupting family time. <laughs> but no, I'm obviously I'm I'm swept up. I'll do anything my uncle says. I love to be uncle. Pleasure to meet you, Mister Joseph. I stick out a greasy end. Okay, uh, he he reaches out a uh, a huge like frying pan sized hand and encloses yours and just uh, and just pumps it. With- I imagine it's a lot like Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito. Again, yeah, this comparison. It happens a lot. Essentially, yeah, it's just, it's uh, yeah. He pumps it with such force you are actually concerned that your um, mm-hmm. that your shoulder may come out of his socket. I take I take back my mangled hand. Yeah, your your boy uh, Stor is a bright young lad, isn't he? Oh yeah, this is a smart one. Look, yeah. all right. I was thinking of actually hiring him on for some work myself, but my work takes me down to Bergner. Oh, that's great. Uh, well, you know what? I'm sure you've all got things to do in the city, right? But I'll be there all night. I believe at about midnight. But you can come down any time you want. I'll tell you the details. Uh, I'm hoping to leave sometime tomorrow morning. Excellent. Tell you what, my good man, I take uh, I take a sing a silver shilling and give it oh, to no. him. Your first your first couple are on me. Oh, no, put your money away. Any friend of stirs a friend of mine. Yeah. Did you say friend? Yeah, you can. Uh, I think at this, at this <laughs> point you can t- tick off your. Um, Short-term ambition! Okay. Uh, so, um, yeah, he, he strides off down the, uh, the street of many taverns, uh, mm-hmm. followed by as many people as wish to follow him. Uh, oh, anyway. Like I said, some of you do ha- uh, probably do have business in the city. Yeah. I imagine I try and get the pull heads together talking like I was trying to earlier <laughs> before we all run off and do things. Yeah. Okay, so, Serafina, Stur, Norngill. Tried to have this conversation before, before um, Physician Boy got his book nicked. Right, so. Well, I've come across some information. That, well, you know how offered you and uh, Norngill a job, Stur, and Norngill? Yes. The job might have gotten a little bit cushier. So, I found a piece of paper that says, near enough, 
that someone I think might be related to me is the heir to a fortune of Uber's right. And if I'm right about this, and I stand to inherit it as well, and do you know what I need to get this right? Unfortunately, being a foundling and outdoor and everything, you know, uh, it's going to be very hard to, you know, make it look like the noble I should be. So I'm going to need some friends. We have Serafina here helping with this. Lovely woman, great. But I need gents like you with your sort of expertise, some rough and tumble boys for guards. You remember Lady is Old's um, big woman, you know, biggin? Absolutely. Could St- never forget. Stunning figure. <laughs> Nongul and sh- Nongul store. That's what I want you to be for me. Do I get an outfit like that as well? As, as soon as we play this off, I'll get you an outfit like that for every day of the week. I mean, how can I How can I refuse that? The four of us stand to make an awful lot of money from this. So all I ask is that you play along and help me get it. We can live exactly how we deserve to live. Big and large. Can my uncle come? Get your uncle his own house. I'll get him his, I'll get him his own tap house. All right, sounds good. I have no questions uh, at all. Uh, I I offer my hand to shake it. <laughs> this sounds yep. like it has absolutely no drawbacks to me. Put it out. <laughs> this time next what do you year, say, Norm girl? Sorry. Hmm? This time next what? year we'll be millionaires. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Is there even that much money? Sorry, I just imagine oh, you're, being, you're being a bit like a Dell boy here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. right. So what do you say, Norngal? You know me, I've done you right in the past. Hmm. Well, Maybe if... not recently. <laughs> <laughs> if, there's, if there's fights to be won and gold to be had, I'm all in. I just need you to keep me upright with all my blood on the inside and no bruises, or as few as possible. I gesture to the crossbow wound. (laughs) Yep, I don't want any of those. If you want to collect more, go for it. But like I said, we'll try and get you some nice, some armour or something. Or at least something to make sure you don't catch them like a pig's... Sounds fantastic. See, I call. Well, I'll be honest with you. I'm great with numbers. Great with money. Something I've been really good with. It's why I'm good at what I do. I'm not so good with letters. So Seraphina's having to do all my reading work. Ebenezer, she says I'm. Ever, wait, 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 wait. Hang on a minute. I need to talk to you about this. And uh, <laughs> and I'm gonna just like say just just hold on a minute, and I I, I kind of just like pull you aside again, um and yeah. I say, look, when we were on the, on that road, and when I knew that we had to go to you know another inn, I had to tell you that the name on this on this bit of paper was someone else, so you didn't get yourself in possible trouble, right? So. I, yeah. I just think until we get there, you just go along with just not 
announcing who you are because we know absolutely nothing about this guy. I mean, he might be all noble and all that, but we don't know if he's done nothing bad. I've never heard of him. I don't even know where the place he's come from is. But I'm just saying that this bit of paper is under another name, but you just need to be careful with what you say to people because you could get yourself into some real shit. That's fine. Unless I need it, Alfa Romeo is going in the draw. It's Ebenezer Goop for most of the day, right? But if any, if if the name Alfa Romeo needs to come out and I'm pulling him out, dusting him off and putting him forward. You knew, no, 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 that's not what I mean. It's Alfa Romeo. I just knew that you could wait to tell people that's what his name was. Yes. You can't say that. With that noble woman, I mean, you don't know if that noble well, that woman with all the fancy things on her fingers and round her neck, you don't know if she had some massive with him. Don't know that. They could have some family rivalry. That's how it works where I'm from. But, yeah, you've got to be careful what you're saying. Hold, hold on. Are you saying that he's not... I'm not called out for Romeo? No, you Wait, and you gotta be careful how you what you what say. What the fuck is Alpha Romeo? What the fuck are you doing? Look, <laughs> you've got to be real, real you careful. Like a fucking imbecile! Fuck, what if someone had caught on them? They haven't. Fuck, of course. So you would have. You would have been in the real shithole if you've gone blabbing about who you are. You don't know what those wardens on the road know about that that person. He could be wanted. You don't know. So, they don't know Alfa Romeo is, do they? They never heard of him because he ain't real. And we'd all be in the shit if if you go around saying Alfa Romeo, you're Alfa, well, whoever is, is. Can't remember George. Remind me, please. Casta Libra. Uh, Casta. Casta. Casta Libra. Casta Libra. Libra. Pulls affidavit out of pocket. Castor Libra. Castor Libra. I mean, that's a funny old name. And if if this person's done something bad, we're all gonna get in the shit, and we're all. So yeah, that's quite. That's quite an. You know. Yeah, I think you're actually right. I think you've got more of a head for this than I thought. I gave you credit for. Oh, that? If I'm pretending to be someone else, pretending to be someone else, that's fucking gold. No one's ever fucking heard of this Alfa Romeo. It makes sense that fucking Casta Libra is pretending to be some fucking Tillian bastard. Yeah, I get it, I get it, get it. So I'm Alfa Romeo, Ebenezer's fucking dead. But I'm actually Casta Libra. Oh, yeah. I like it. You're, you're smart. This is why you can read them fucking letters. It's good. It's good. <laughs> Incidentally... How much for tuition in letters? I've never never had time for it myself, but I should probably learn a couple of them just so I can get a gist. Well, I can teach you a bit. Look, I just need to learn enough to get by. How many are there? Like, 12? Just teach me six of them. Six letters. <laughs> I'll just do the vowels, innit? Uh, what are Stur and Norngal doing? Are they just looking on a bit bemused as this conversation is going on? Or... Yeah, I feel like it's risen to an audible volume. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, definitely. Maybe exchanging a confused glance, but mostly a sort of head empty moment. I'm far too busy asking um, asking Stur how his uh, uncle gets his beard to look like that. 
It's not as, it's really not as luxuriant as yours, but it is a fair bit bigger. Yeah. <laughs> i got to get those games. I mean, you can ask him yourself if we go and see him after this. Okay, at this point, Ebenezer, you feel uh, a large, meaty palm come down on your shoulder. Uh, not with enough force to hurt you, but... Yep. Oh, boy. <laughs> I turn around with a big grin. Okay. Uh, Hello. Yep, yeah, it's, uh, it's Fat Gunter. Uh, you've come across Fat Gunter a few times before. Uh, he is closer to seven foot than six and almost the same round Gunter, have you Almost been? the same round the waist that he is in height. He grins horribly at you, uh, displaying about <laughs> 20 gold teeth. Boss wants to see you, Neb. I thought he might. I was just on the way there myself. Do you get some new ones put in? You're looking absolutely radiant. Yeah. They might have to take the white ones out, innit? Yeah, but you might as well get them all, get all your ducks in the same colour, you know? Yeah. Besides, I think it, I think it looks nice. It makes you look almost noble. Anyway, they're all covered in gilding. Let's go. Come on, me. Just, just yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, you guys head down to the waterfront. Uh, meet good old Uncle Gunt- Uncle York. <laughs> and Joseph. Uh, <laughs> and me and uh, Gunter here just have some business to swear away. Right. Well, we'll see you there if you're still alive. I'll be fine. <laughs> are you trying to convince them or yourself yeah yes <laughs> column A and column B are featuring tonight it's fine I think we have made some money on this venture so. okay um, right the rest of, rest of you uh, what, what are you doing as Ebenezer is led off uh, into a seedy looking alleyway pub 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 you going straight down there I mean, find I don't have any other nice food. Uh, you, you've got business to attend to before it gets dark. So you're leaving first thing in the morning. If you, want well, to, to... You go, if you wanted to, you could go to the guild now. Is that open? Uh, it will be, yeah, be open until about eight bells. <laughs> I'm doing that. Okay, and the other two are going down the pub. Yeah, I'm really hoping that my uncle will buy me a drink and or a meal. <laughs> okay, um, what what would... Uh, what? So, sorry, uh, says his... Uh, uh, just came detached then so I could hear myself. Um, what are we doing first? I think we go to uh, Stur and Norngal. Uh, as you go down to the, uh, the Boatman Inn, you pass down the street of many taverns. Uh, which has had many names in the past, including the Street of a Hundred Taverns and the Street of a Thousand Taverns. Um, in, in any particular order? or <laughs> uh, No. Uh, it goes down to the, the riverfront. You know this. It slopes gently downhill. There's probably not quite mm-hmm. exactly a hundred taverns here, but there is nothing else on the street apart from taverns. Uh, hostels, Excellent. eateries, inns, brothels, all the good stuff. Um, <laughs> okay, and uh, as you're going down, there is a skinny uh, man standing on a box in the street, dressed in rags, clutching a scroll, mm-hmm. uh, and screaming prophecy and doom to anyone that, that's listening, uh, with his eyes rolling in his head. Oh. Uh, he sees you and gives a great gasp. He uh, raises his right hand heavenward and points at you with his left arm, which is still cr- clutching the scroll, screaming. I see darkness gathering as the last house of joy.
Troy falls. Beware for shadows over Birkenhof and stir their beloved more resplendent investments of green stands aside Sigmar's great river. Yea, I see death on the Reich and I despair, for then the stained hand guides our once mighty lord, and this power behind the throne curses us all. Lo, the horned rat then claims the broken king across his throne of lies, and the white walls fall, leaving the empire in ruins. Tremble in fear, ye mighty, for the end times have come. And he collapses to the ground, foaming oh, wow. at the mouth. Mm. Oh, we've really upset him. Do you think that was for you or me, Norngul? I didn't catch a word. It wasn't good. He uh... <laughs> just, just in short, it was very, very bad. Uh, he he seems very upset. Then he sits up, uh, smiles, picks up his uh, his box and his scroll, and uh, it starts to walk off. Uh, uh, excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> Pardon me, sir. Yeah. Um, was was that about us? Uh, that that what you just said just now? What? Uh, what? No. Oh no, I won't believe a word of that. It's just a show I put on. Keeps the pilgrims happy. Oh, oh, that's a relief. Okay, well, thank you, you thank know, you, thank not, you very much. That was very convincing. Once mighty lords, white walls falling. I'll just say whatever comes into my head, really. You like it? Fancy buying me a pint? Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, uh I, f- I feel my empty purse. <laughs> uh, he, he shrugs. Um, right, well, see you around, maybe. Oh, right, see you around. Uh, I turn back to Norngol and I, I am very confused but optimistic. Norngol just shrugs. All right <laughs> just then. Ca- carries on waddling towards the pub. Waddling. Okay. Yeah. I waddle with you, chum. Uh, it's more of a trundle. Trun- more of a trundle than a waddle, I think, in a dwarf uh, sort of way. <laughs> um, I imagine he moves like the thwomps in fucking Mario. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, nobody. Oh. Uh, no, nobody that's currently here can read. But just like every other inn, there is there are signs out the front uh, demonstrating whatever uh, whatever the the place is called, like the coach and horses. So the boatman is uh, is not too uh, too difficult to find. Uh, there is one street sign that is resting against a uh, uh, the sign for a uh, place called the Breasts of Mimidia. Uh Next to that is the Boatman Inn. Um, it looks like a local pub. It's kind of tatty, uh, but inviting. Um, you can just about see the riverfront from here. Uh, you see high-masted ships, barges, houseboats, all sorts of things. Um, and as I uh... sorry, oh sorry. No, I was just going to say I lean down a little bit to elbow uh, Norngall and say, oh, what do you fancy, breasts or boats? Boats. <laughs> and he's a bit sort of, he doesn't get it. He's just like, what? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Okay, you, uh, oh. you enter then. Um, there are already a number of uh, river folk here, a lot of dock workers. They're all sort of big, tough lads. Uh, they'd look up at you uh, with sort of mild interest, but then return to what they're doing. Um, there is quite a friendly atmosphere in here, really. Uh, Yosef is sitting at a large corner table, currently on his own. Is that... Hey, right, you. Uh, what's it going to be, wine or beer? 
oh, uh, a beer, please. Yeah. And, and I walk over and, oh, sorry. I was just going to say as an aside to Norngall, please don't start any bar brawls this time. Yeah. I didn't start anything. And what about you with the beard? Uh, well, yes, I'll, I'll have a beer as well, please. Una. And this uh, sort of this uh, slender, dusky woman comes over. Yes, so you're, so, uh, give us two, two more flagons over here. Flag ones? Yeah. So she goes back behind the bar and she comes back with two four-pint flagons, which are placed in front of each of you. And he's got, he's got, he's got one for himself. Things are finally going well. Uh, and he, <laughs> Everything's and he, coming up, Melhouse. <laughs> Uncle, I've had such a long week. <laughs> he, he, pay, he pays her. Um, so, uh, you clink flagons. Mm-hmm. Before the... Uh, the, the um, we progress with this, we'll go back to Ebenezer. So, uh, mm-hmm. that Gunter told you that he was taking you to see the boss, but he doesn't seem to be in too much of a hurry to get there. Um, he, as he goes, he, uh, he stops at a tavern uh, where he drinks two mm-hmm. uh, pints of ale without asking you if you want anything. And so I imagine I just talk to him, try and canvas like, yeah, he, the local situations and something gone. Yeah, he's, he doesn't say anything to you. Sure. Then he goes to a bakery where he purchases a pie and eats it as you walk down mm-hmm. the street. Uh, and eventually you come to a building that is particularly disreputable that you know is the soup kitchen. Uh, this is a place mm-hmm. where uh, the absolutely desperate can sell any kind of fermentable scraps by the pound, which are then distilled into moonshine and distributed amongst the even more desperate. Uh, he goes mm-hmm. in through the door, down into the cellar, and then through a... Uh, it's not so much a secret tunnel as a hole that's been knocked through to an adjoining house's cellar. Uh, mm-hmm. And then you see, and uh, he closes the door and locks it. And in the room with you is yet another door mm-hmm. th- to a cellar that's been knocked through. Uh, but there's also Doug Bog, um, the boss's ogre bodyguard. He is huge, even for an ogre. He's about 12 and a half feet tall. All right, Slim. Good to see you, Doug Bog. How are you doing? Yeah, better than you, I think. Are you going to come out as Ebenezer or Ebenezer on backwards? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're always, always good, good sense of humour, you dog. Yeah. All right. In you go. Right. Cheers. Okay, and you walk through, and there is uh, the boss, who's a boy of about 15, uh, who's mm-hmm. sat behind a, uh, a desk. Uh, toying with a decanter of wine. Mm-hmm. Oh, Ebenezer. Boss, you, it's good to see you, you again. You trusting old geezer. When I said don't come back to town until you can pay off your debt, I didn't actually expect you to ever come back. Well, I can pay off the debt and, sh- and shamble off. That's good for both of us, isn't it? Well... I haven't done anything wrong <laughs> since my last visit. Well, I hope so. I okay. got. I just got in. I've got a room for the night and immediately come here. And then, of course, 
Gunter came and grabbed me. Yeah. I thought, oh, good, I can pay back the boss. Uh, Gunter at this point comes in and relieves you of your sling bag. Well, let's see what yes, let's see what you got then. But... Yeah, I've got um, three gold coins, uh, fifteen silver shillings, uh, six pennies, oh, spare clothes. Uh, you know, Miss 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 Shanker. Okay. Uh, well, some candles. Uh, a few odds and ends. I probably value them at about like nineteen shillings, nine penny maybe. Yeah, I, I'm interested in that shit. Uh, I'll take the money and the jewellery, which he does. He takes it down to the last penny, leaving you absolutely potless. That's fine. Look. <laughs> See but... how it feels. Right. Ed. You know, when you work in this city, you work under my control, you know. With Yes, sir. Yeah, with independent traders like you... And bloody Heinrich the At and and what's his name Delbers running around. It's gonna fucking ruin me, isn't it? Remember, sir. Every time someone gave every time someone gave me something to sell off, I gave you a cut. I made no, sure you of it, didn't, sir. and that's what got you into this situation in the first place. I don't want to see you in here again. You understand? You me confused, sir. That what got me in here was some badens were stealing on your turf and passed it through me, and I wasn't aware where they got it from, so I'd never fucking do it knowingly. Well, you better make yourself aware, ain't you? I'm as aware as I'm as aware as anything, sir. You've made it abundantly clear. Well, good, because I hope it's fucking crystal. The finest, sir. And believe me, I I know fine crystal. Yeah. Help yourself to a drink on the way out. Oh, I wouldn't mean to impose, sir. Then don't. I shan't. Are you not catching my drift? Fuck off. I thought so, sir. I was waiting for your leave. And I bow and fucking scurry out as quickly as possible. Okay, as you do, uh, as you're leaving, um, Gunter has repositioned himself at the door to the soup kitchen. And he does slap mm-hmm. a uh, bottle of moonshine into your hands. Compliments. Cheers, Gunter. Compliments to the boss. You yeah, so keeps, I imagine... complimenting you. Oh, I'll, I'll try me hardest not to wrong him. Okay, what do you do now? Uh, I imagine just head down to the inn and just think in my head... You can get more money, it's fine, it's never an issue. Have some dice, get some fucking shitty fucking farmer's heirloom, fucking wood locket, sell that at fucking value, we can get some money back, it's fine. Oh, I'm going for the man, just muttering to myself as I wander along the road. Right, um, okay. Serafina, you are quite quickly able to find the merchant district. Okay. Uh, which is where the uh, Guild the of Physicians, Apothecaries, Herbalists, Barbers and Barber Surgeons is located. Uh, it has quite nice pillars outside, which are striped red and white, uh, with also a worm crawling around them. Um, what do you do? It's still open. I think Serafina would look at it in awe because she's probably not seen anything quite like that before. You've seen a similar one on, in Middenheim, but not with as nice architecture and on a smaller scale. Yeah. Um, I look at it and then 
I go inside the building. Okay. There is a woman who appears to be about 80, um, sat behind a desk um, in a little reception room. There is also a door which is very obviously locked with a heavy lock, which you would imagine heads into the guild hall. Uh, she does not look up from uh, something that she's writing. Hello there. I, oh, you've come here. I've got to come and pick up my apothecary license. Um, where where do I need to go to get that? Name? <laughs> Seraphina Esmeralda Honeycake. Place of birth? We come from the moon. Town? Oh, something like Apple. Sour Apple, yeah, that's the one. Apple some shit, I say that, I think. Place of study? Middenheim. Uh, she gets up, closes this enormous ledger, uh, turns around and opens one of many drawers. Heinrichs, 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 Herfler, Herfler, Herfler. Honey cakes, here we are. She passes it over the desk to you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Now, I do need to make you aware of a few things. You are not allowed within the province of the Empire to practice as a physician. Barber, barber surgeon, or herbalist without the appropriate license. One crown in ten belongs to the guild. A replacement fee for this license must be obtained at your earliest convenience, should it ever be lost, damaged, destroyed, or stolen. This will incur a charge of one crown, ten shillings, rising to two crowns for second and future infractions. Any events of malpractice will be covered by the guild out of fees and duties. Any questions? No, no, I think that makes sense. Welcome to the guild. She holds out a, a hand which is uh, dripping with gold and jewels, which you haven't noticed before. I shake her hands very rigorously because I'm very excited about the fact that I've just got my licence. Where do you intend to set no. up in business? No, it's not. No. It's a, it's a damn province. <laughs> um, no, no, I, I'm, I'm going back to the moots. Solo practice or you'll be working under somebody? Working under somebody. Name? Fear. I fear you. Phineas Ferbson. He's called Theophilius Honeycake. Theophilius Honeycakes, yep. That all seems to be in order. Thank you. Thank you very much. You're quite welcome. <laughs> and I skip to... out and do a little, like, kick. Heel, heel click. Yeah, I do. <laughs> okay, what, what are you doing now? 
I'm going to go back to kind of where we were to find everyone. Okay, uh, hmm. I would say that you bump into Ebenezer as he's returning from this dingy alleyway yeah. looking a bit pale. What, what's up with you? You don't, you don't look good. You look like you've seen a ghost. Uh, I came for every fucking Sigmar-fearing person this godforsaken fucking sea. There's two fucking no-goodhoods. Well, what happened? What's the matter? I got, I got fucking robbed is what's happened. No. Oh no, and it wasn't even nice. It wasn't someone coming to relieve me of my belongings. No, I was marched up in front of the boss and had to give every bit of gold that I'd got, every nice fucking thing I'd bought at cost to sell butter, every every single stinking drop of blood, sweat, and fucking tears. And why? Oh, he's the boss. Fucking fifteen. The only reason he's the boss because he gets his new old fucking boy fuck holes filled in by shitting fucking ogre. Shit. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm a little bit stunned. I don't know what to say, I sort of like, because I'm like buzzing. I've got my license, and I'm like, oh, I'm all right. <laughs> So you you don't got got no money on you nothing nothing they took everything. Oh my God, shit. It's fine. Fuck. So I've got this. I lift up the silver locket. I've got this. Keep this hidden. And you've got the piece of paper. And now for Castellig, whoever I fucking am, and I'm gonna get all that gold. And I'm gonna come back and I'm fucking killed. Well, you, well, you know why. I can drum up a bit of cash whilst we're here if we need to. But I mean we've got to go what have we got to go in the morning, haven't we, on this? It's fine. I can make money on the road. I always all I need to do is win one good dice game. Once I'm in a dice game, I can get fucking shitty family heirlooms off any fucking wood toting farmer and sell them back to someone else who believes it's nice looking, I get more money. And it works that way. I can build something off of nothing. I always have. I am Ebenezer fucking good. I am the I am the geezer to please you. I will build up again. Okay, so what are the pair of, <laughs> are the pair of you now going down to the boatman inn then? Oh yeah, I imagine so. Okay. Uh the uh, the other two of you that are already there. Um Joseph is quite happily uh, chatting away. Uh, he is telling that he's got a cargo of Reichland wine, which he is intending to take down to Bergenhafen uh, and sell at the Schaffenfest. And he produces a crumpled up handbill, uh, which he, he reads out, uh, explaining that the Schaffenfest is an annual uh, sheep, mainly livestock market that is uh, that takes place in Bergenhafen, um, but also attracts a huge travelling fair. And the main attraction this year is going to be the um, the Principality of Ostland and uh, the von Saponatine family having a grand joust. That's not... Is that where um, 
like obviously out of character. Is that where that other fancy lady's going? Because no. <laughs> she said she had a thing no, to go. Okay, no, separate. Been, no, that's fine. Knocked off for a few months, then she's going to the Middenheim Carnival. Okay. All right. That's right. No, I just wanted to check. Um. Okay, then. I mean, it sounds good. Is this what we're going to be helping you with? Uh, yeah. Two shillings a day wages. Free passage. And you can spend a few days enjoying the fair. Oh, I don't know about you, Norngall, but that sounds pretty good to me. Certainly <laughs> sounds like a bit of fun. You know your way around boats. Oh, yes, sir. Very well. Very well, sir. Oh, good. My crew's down to two at the moment. I'll have to leave work. I'll go. You know, it was... Uh... It's getting, it's getting to him, life on the river. I mean, I, I couldn't ever give it up. These city people are strange people. But, you know, there's mutants all over the place now. Apparently, they, there was this guy that had been working on the river for years. And he comes down with this oily yellow skin. Got chucked overboard. Just heard that from a barge. Probably a noble. They're all mad. Everyone knows that. <laughs> I mean, we saw mutants. Uh, we <laughs> we saw mutants on the way up here, Uncle. They attacked us on the coach. Yeah, well, I'm not. I'm not surprised. They're all over the place. No, there's a woman that's been locked up in the uh, Sisters of Shelia Hospice, claiming to be the Emperor's sister. She might be. She might be totally mad. His uh, his brother's you know, his brother complete lunatic. That sounds crazy. Who who would ever go to such lengths to pretend to be somebody they weren't? <laughs> I'm tr- Uncle, I am truly shocked. Yeah, well, I ain't. Nothing shocks me no more. Come on, drink up. Drink up. Gluck, 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 You're going to be making consume alcohol tests if you're drinking a four-pint flagon of beer. Here we yes! go, lads. I can do it. Is this un- is this just regular? Uh, you're, you're in the way there. Uh, Sorry, I just had to find where it was again. Um, forty-one out of forty-six consume alcohol. So that's oh, just about, shit. isn't it? Yeah. What thought have you got? Uh, Eighty-seven <laughs> with skill of forty-eight. <laughs> okay, so you're going to be a minus ten to uh, what is it? Weapon skill, ballistic skill, and agility, Fox dexterity, and intelligence. Um, <laughs> right at this point, there are a couple of uh, of the stevedores that get up from a table about in the middle of the room, move the table out of the way, um, and uh, they start <laughs> fist fight. Um, oh! But no, nobody is uh, nobody else is taking any action. Uh, one of them is just uh, just the regular looking stevedore. Um, the other one is yep. actually quite a small woman, but with uh, with like wiry muscles, and she just decks this guy in the face, and he goes sprawling. And she's... nice, a girl boss. Yeah, she uh, she's just like screams and then says, "All right, who's next?" I put my hand firmly on Norngal's shoulder. <laughs> is that... <laughs> oh, Come on, it's just a friendly brawl. No spitting, no kicking, nothing like that. How about you, Yosef? You'd have a job kicking. (laughs) I'm getting a bit old for that sort of thing, Yelma. Yeah, well, what about the big one? Norngol, like, rolls back his shoulders. He's like, 
Ah, never too old for a friendly brawl. <laughs> okay. Staggers to his feet. Okay. Oh, that's you, volunteer. <laughs> yeah, uh, all right, what's your, what's your initiative then? As she's uh, just uh, rolling her shoulders as well, cracks in the hole. The initiative is a stat that I have for sure. Uh, 28. Okay. Uh, so, well, that's yeah. no, not good. Hers is 40, so uh, <laughs> she's going yeah. first. She knocks you out in one hit. Uh, yeah, what what are you doing to resist this? Are you going to dodge or are you, just, are you going to try and oppose it with melee brawling? Oh, melee brawling for sure. Go for it. Is that um? Wait, does that just come? That's weapon. That's weapon skill. Uh, That's which is at minus ten at the moment because you're a bit. Okay. All right. So my weapon skill is forty-five. So thirty-five. Nah, fifty-six. Yeah. Okay. So she hits you with two degrees of success. What? What's that? That's two degrees of failure. Uh, Yes. That's a a plus four, as she's using strike to stun. So. what, uh, can you roll against your toughness now? Okay. Oh, that's much better. Uh, my toughness is 46, and I rolled 16. So, yeah, three degrees. Hey. Yeah, she, her strength is 45, and she rolled um, 11, so that's also three degrees. <laughs> uh, so she, she does actually uh, impose a stun condition on you as she drops you to the ground. Oh. So she literally did knock you over in one yeah, minute. She reaches out a hand to, to lift you up. I mean, I guess I'll take it. Very good. She's like, all right, this is boring. And she uh, she picks up her beer. Uh, and starts to swig it back. I'm going to just toddle back to the table. <laughs> Yeah. A little bit dazed. Um, I, yeah, uh, what, what a fine woman! <laughs> uh, <laughs> say, oh, you don't, you don't want to worry about Sorry. about Hilma. I don't, I don't know what she gets out of this, but she's all beating people up. I don't know. She doesn't mean no harm by it, but if you want someone that will take a bushel of Mootland's finest, or a, you know, a cask of uh, Kemperbad brandy off your hands, and get around the juicy people, someone you want to know. Uh, at, at, Sorry, I'm just still chuckling at that. At this point, uh, Ebenezer and uh, Serafina come in. One looks mm-hmm. extremely happy, the other one looks extremely pissed off. One of us tells the truth, <laughs> the other lies. Mm. Uh, I, I wave to Serafina because she looks more receptive to yeah. uh, a friendly activity at this yeah, time. Y- Yosef uh, jumps to his feet and points at uh, I'd say, he probably sees Ebenezer first just because he's taller. Ah, oh, what wine or beer? <sighs> sure, sure. Why not? Which one? <laughs> yes. Which one? Any. Una, bottle of wine. And the little one, what do you want? Another beer, please. Yep, flag and ale again. 
and they are brought over. She uncorks a uh, bottle of wine and places it in front of uh, Ebenezer, mm-hmm. uh, along with a glass. And uh, Serafina receives a four-pint uh, flagon of ale, which is uh, almost the same size. <laughs> yeah, as it fucking is. swims in it, I imagine. <laughs> Down it, pressure. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine, even as pissed as he is, Ebenezer still sips the wine slowly. Okay. So I was just talking to Stir and uh, and and uh, what, what was your name? Sorry, lad. Ebenezer. Ebenezer Goon. Well, I want talking to no, you. No, not you. <laughs> well, I thought he was. I apologise. That was Cal. Mrs. Mr. Failed your perception check again. <laughs> Hard man. Ah. Uh. Nongal. Yeah, uh, yeah, Nongal and Stur. Going down to, uh, going down to Bergenhafen in the beer belly. I'm going to be taking a great, uh, whole load of, um, of Raglan wine. I'm looking for crew. I've only got two pants at the moment. Two shillings a day, free passage, and there's a festival at the end of it. What's not to like? You in? I smile encouragingly. <laughs> I mean, if you don't want to work, I'll take you, but... It's fine. I'm, a, I'm happy to work for work for uh, board and transport. Not a problem. And, uh... I don't, I don't know, you, you're any good around ships, are they? They parry you. I can get in small places, I'll be handy. Oh yeah, well. Never as long as you don't get inside one of my wine really. barrels. Ah, <laughs> uh. <laughs> good one, Uncle. Okay, uh, at this point, never had uh, good things, but I'll see what I can do. At this point, a tall, muscular man strides into the bar, uh, dressed head to toe in black leather. Uh, he has slick back brown hair and an aquiline feature. <laughs> 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 right on time, sir. Yeah, I, I, not but not skin tight, enclosing his face. Black <laughs> he comes, he comes over to greet you. <laughs> uh, he he has a large scar on his face, and he uh, walks over to the bar, and in barely more than a whisper, a uh, bottle of brandy, and people vacate their table. Uh, people like visibly flinch as he passes walks over to a corner table and the occupants of that table vacate it as he sits down and drinks. Uh, does anyone here have any ranks in consume alcohol? Uh, what do you mean ranks? Uh, advances, sorry. Uh, I also I have, have two. two. Right, so... Yeah, I have a yeah, one. So all of you have spent time in bars. Uh, he's, he's drinking away, um, but you can tell from the look of it, he's here to fight. And if there's not a fight, he's going to start one. Oh, boy. <laughs> Can you handle any more? Oh, anymore? boy, here we go. Here we go, oh, it's fighting time. Here I go, fighting again. <laughs> I just again. love fighting. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I glance nervously around the table at anyone that's noticed this gentleman. 
Uh, yeah, uh, ev- I think Ebenezer ev- is now trying his best to not notice him. Yeah, everyone, everyone's <laughs> noticed him. He stares around the room. Uh, if you look at him, he just glares back. Um, anyone else that looks at uh, anyone that, as people do, stare at him as he sits down, he just sneers. Uh, almost immediately thereafter, uh, two extremely finely dressed young men. Uh, one of them tall and skinny, the other one short and very, very, very plump. Uh, walk in, their cheeks are rouged, they are, their wigs are powdered, their fingers drip with rings, and they are flanked by four enormous people. They are different uh, sizes, shapes, sexes, skin colours, etc. But the four of them are all well over six feet tall, extremely heavy set, and all look very mean. Uh, and the big fat one says, Oh, I say, chaps, what a quaint establishment. Swaggers over to the bar. Uh, two of your beverages, suck. landlady. What's that smell? Is it these commoners? Oh, no, Yakul, but uh, all, all the inns on the dockside smell like this. Hmm. Thought it was that smelly oik in the corner there. <clears throat> It's fine. If they die, it's the ecosystem at work. Maybe we can Here pick we up their rings go, and get knocked over. Stop reading my mind. <laughs> um, yeah, so they are served with, uh, with bottles of wine, uh, which they proceed mm-hmm. to start drinking while standing at the bar. Uh, one of them has got a bottle of sparkling wine. Oh, uh, Georg... Do you think if I shake this up enough, I could get everybody in the room with it? As, and it's like, well, I don't know. Maybe you should try it, Jakob. Oh, no. I, I, I have put a, my cloak and pull my hood up. I, I, have a better, <laughs> I have a better idea. Let's brandy bounce. Oh, yes, that sounds like much more fun. Two bottles of brandy. And two bottles of brandy are du- duly plonked on the bar. Mm-hmm. Well, these two were just written into the story to just be the worst possible people. Funny, Ebenezer has complicated <laughs> <Eat> the rich. <laughs> are you uh, are you doing anything at this moment? Fucking no. Just trying to not. I think Ebenezer is afraid to leave because their vision is based <laughs> on movement. <laughs> okay. Uh, so the the big fat one uncorks the bottle of brandy and just begins to pour it down his throat, like like, like just absolutely necking it. <laughs> he gets about half, he gets about half of it down and then turns around and deliberately vomits over a patron's head. What? What? That's what and that they, is. And they both burst out laughing. And the guy's just like, oh. <laughs> But he can't do anything with most of Let's go vomit on the commoners for fun. <laughs> what japes? Imagine Ebenezer looking at him like, one day I'm going to do That could be me. I could be a real... I could do whatever I want and no would stop me. Uh, the, the land... Formative moment. Yeah. The landlady looks absolutely horrified at this because she's going to have to clean it up. Uh, and also her customers are now probably going to leave. Um, while this is going on, does everyone want to make an intuition? Oh, oh boy. Oh. Uh, yeah, fuck is that? Yeah. 
Uh, it's uh, a skill. Oh. Based on initiative. Oh, okay. 99! Oh, so I've got a failure of like five. Okay, Seraphina, Seraphina, (laughs) uh, you notice the bodyguards and the guy in the corner with the scar on his face are sort of shooting looks at each other like they know each other slightly. Or they're aware of each other at least. Not aggressive, just recognition is there. Okay. And then the other one picks up his bottle of brandy. No. And he, rather than standing at the bar doing this, begins to run in circles around the room as he chugs it. (laughs) Again, I tug my cloak tight and make sure my hood is down. (coughs) Try and get myself waterproofed. Okay, um, and... Yeah. Put my hand over my wine cup. Yeah, uh, <laughs> everyone roll a d100 and see who gets the lowest, please. Oh. Thank no, God that wasn't the 99. No, no, I think. no, no, no. Oops, 27. 25. 85. 84. Oh, hell, I get 100. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> he just grabs your, hey. grab, puts his hand on either one of your right yeah, in my <laughs> mouth. <laughs> He's going to baby bird you. Uh, <laughs> he, uh, must have a much higher alcohol tolerance than you, uh, than the other one, because you managed to get all of it down, and you are absolutely drenched in your bile and brandy, which also makes its way into your beer. No! It makes me puke too, doesn't it? I imagine that Are we in the splash zone? Uh, yeah, probably some splashes on everyone with that roll. Um, everyone just... Shifts back against the table. Oh, so viscerally unsettling. I think I shake off my clunk a little bit. Yeah, I'm going to fruitlessly dab at Seraphina with my cloak in an effort to get some of the sick off. Perhaps we should find another establishment, guys. I I might be right. Okay. uh... (laughs) Too late for that. (laughs) No one goes... (laughs) Regain consciousness <laughs> who, of the things happening. Who's getting, who gets up first? I'm I'm shooting up to yell at this dork who's just puked on my oh, friend. Fuck. <laughs> oh, fuck. Okay. Um, as you do, you uh, find as you as you get out of your seat. Uh, what what you say? Oi! That's about it. Is that yeah. all? Yeah, that's it. Okay. Just okay, boy. I end up saying that you uh, you find that with surprising speed, uh, the guy in black is in front of you, and he shoves you back down in your chair, and says, "I oh, wouldn't if I were you, pea brain. Why don't you just sit there and enjoy yourself?" How did he know your uh, <laughs> what your name meant? I don't even know that. <laughs> Well, he's, so now he, yeah. now you'll never uh, I'll sit back down in a huff <laughs> because he's the, the body, quite big. The nobles have both jumped behind their bodyguards and are giggling away. Any, nobody else doing anything? No, I'm just deeply unhappy uh, and trying uh, to help Seraphina, really. 
Are any other patrons like getting up and leaving elsewhere near? Yeah. Or are they all just as fixed as oh, we are? Well, so, most of them are like looking to see what's going to happen now. They, the bar has actually gone quiet to say, "Wait, to see what you're going to do." The man in the corner stopped playing the piano. <laughs> yeah, well, there's no piano. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, the urge to pretend to be Alpha Romeo is over, but Ebenezer does not want more trouble right now. Yeah, you, you've you had enough trouble for everyone. I think Ebenezer's really close to just trying to stab these cunts, but he just wants to leave. <laughs> <laughs> Mom, come People pick me up. People are puking on me again. <laughs> Sorry, girl. Oh, God. These country bumpkins can't even be bothered to wash the swill on for themselves before they come into a civilised city. And the nobles are still giggling away. Um, and one of them has now got the uh, the bottle of sparkling wine and is beginning to shake it. Mm. I mean, he can't push us all down if we all get up at once. Yeah, yeah but how are you going, how are you going to synchronise that? Are we exchanging glances, Ebenezer? I think I just like. I think I literally. <laughs> like, it can't push all down for you all get up. We'll just get up and leave at once. Ready? On three. One, two, three. So you learned to count, did you? And Ebenezer makes a motion to get up, seeing if everyone else follows him. If they don't, he doesn't. If they do, he still doesn't, but gets up slightly later than everyone. Wow. <laughs> well. I'll I'll get up. I'm fairly big, and I have my friends with me. And the power of friendship trumps all. <laughs> I want to get the fuck out of there. So yes, I'm getting up. <laughs> okay. Nor- um... Norngal rises and um, take okay. take take Norngal takes his right? place. At, oh. I was going to say at the shoulder, but at the waist of the uh, of the big leather man. Uh, does Uncle uh, York join us? Uh, Yo- Yosef, but uh, if you all stand up, Ebenezer doesn't remember. Yosef, but yeah, he does. He stands um, along along with you just short, shortly afterwards because he wasn't expecting you to all stand up all at once. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and Max, uh, the guy, uh, oh God, you don't know his name is Max, but the guy with the scar on his face. Well. Mm-hmm. Suppose it does take more than one village idiot to fight me. What's it going to be then, eh? Guess we just try and walk past him and pay him no attention. Oi. <laughs> just not engage. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> okay. So you're just going to all walk out? No, I'm standing next yeah. to him, cracking oh. my knuckles. Oh dear. Oh, for fuck's sake. Uh, it's fine. Norgo's nine table to my plan. <laughs> so it's a bit... I know. So it's a little one, is it? I'm I'm gonna stay because Nongol's fucking tipsy and he's my friend now, and I I don't want to be here, but I I will be here with him. Okay. He he, quit, he puts his hand into his pocket, and uh, when he removes it, that you notice that he's got something hard and metallic over his knuckles. And I think we'll leave it there for tonight. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Steve, I fucking what? hate you. <laughs> I mean, it, it was going to go this way. Something was going to happen. Just, he, just... Some, one of us was going to start the, the problem. Again. 
I'm just glad it wasn't me this time. <laughs> right, writing in my notes, we all I, got up to leave, but then no one got decided yes, to be an um, asshole. In, in my head, um, I was like, like as, as soon as one of them had vomited on someone else, and the other one was starting to like run around <laughs> like, I'm going to puke on a common person. I was like, if I get puked on, I am just going to like uppercut him. Um, <laughs> yes. Just in me. Even if he just stopped in front of me to puke, it, the yeah, the hands were going to start flying. So, you know, it could have gone worse. All it right. still could. Let's so see. That... And it will. <laughs> of course it will. It always does. <laughs> okay. okay. So that was episode two of The Enemy Within, who, which was written by Graham Damis and others who will be listed in the description. Musical intro by Freestock Music and credit will be in this description as well. May Renald himself keep your fingers crossed until next time and fear not the doomsayers. <laughs> <laughs>